Learn all about the world of healthcare recruitment and how you can help ensure the NHS and private sector have the staff they need to give patients the care they deserve in this episode of Future You. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects. We're here to help you achieve your career goals. My name is Dan Mason and in this episode we're delving into the recruitment sector, in particular healthcare recruitment. Globe Locums is a specialist healthcare recruiter based in London. I spoke to contracts manager Isabel Kiff, who joined the business as a graduate herself, about what the job involves, why she would recommend it, what skills you need to succeed and how the organisation has met the challenges of the pandemic. Without further ado, here's Isabel. So I'm Isabel. I head up the contracts team here at Globe Locums for AHP and HSS. Um, Globe Locums in itself, we started off being pretty bespoke, um, just sort of specialising in echocardiography and radiography, sonography, so sort of imaging. Um, and now we've branched out to be able to cover sort of the full comprehensive works of um, allied health professionals and healthcare sciences. Um, so everything's sort of from your physiotherapists, your occupational therapists, um, speech and language, dietetics, um, a real broad range of everything and supplying these staff in temporary and permanent contracts into the NHS and private sector across the entirety of the UK. Um, we also sort of have contracts and um, pipeline to Australia, New Zealand um, and Europe as well. So we're not just UK focused. Okay, that's great. And could you tell us a bit about your own background? Because I understand you yourself joined as a graduate as well. So what, what were you studying? What were your career ambitions at that time? What, what attracted you to Globe Locums? Um, so I did a psychology degree at University of Essex. Um, got a first degree there and chose psychology I think like a lot of people I didn't know what sort of focus I wanted career-wise and everyone sort of always says psychology brings out so many different skills um, for sort of a diverse range of careers and so I kind of did my undergraduate degree there and got to sort of final year exams were coming up and I started stressing thinking I didn't want to, I'd realised I didn't want to carry on in um, education so I was like I want to make sure I've got a job from from when I graduate um, and and to be brutally honest I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do and I know there are a lot of graduates out there that are sort of in a similar similar boat and especially with a psychology degree it doesn't link you to a career so although that was the reason I picked it at the same time after three years I was kind of left thinking oh you know where do I go from here now um, so I've been doing some research and I'd always had um, a big passion for healthcare and um, I'd had sort of previous aspirations to be sort of in paramedic or in the NHS generally and um, in a clinical role some some form of somewhat um, but I just obviously hadn't gone down that route and yeah I was in a bit of a muddle didn't really know what to do started um, looking online and I noticed a lot of recruitment jobs were coming up and I think for me I hadn't thought at all of ever going into recruitment I think especially back in the day maybe not so much now but there was a bit of a, a bad stigma with recruitment and um, you know it's I don't know, just, it just, all my friends were like, oh no, I wouldn't go into recruitment, I hear it's really hard, and you know, you're not treated very well, sure. and yeah, so I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that, and then just by chance, I actually saw a healthcare recruitment job, so I was just sort of reading up on it, and Globe's sort of mantra and ethos, although it sounds really cliche, I just thought I'd, I really aligned to it, um, and obviously, although I knew I couldn't be clinical myself, I thought, well, this is some way to kind of give back to 
the healthcare sector and sort of help support from sort of a different sort of aspect. Um, so I know that's a really vague answer, but yeah, I, I was never like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a career in recruitment. I never anticipated on it at all. Um, but that was back in 2013 and where we're now, 2021. So, I mean, eight years later, I'm, I'm still here, still at Globe Locums and I'm still really enjoying it. So... So presumably, given that you're still there after all those years, all those uh, preconceptions that you had about recruitment and things that people have told you um, have proved to be a myth, or at least at Globe Locums. Yeah, completely. Like, I can't recommend um, sort of a career in, in healthcare recruitment. I don't, maybe I don't know about, like, say the other, the other areas, the stigma may still exist there, I don't know. But um, mm. for me, Globe Locums has been sort of one of the best decisions I've made, um, obviously career-wise, um, and also just sort of socially um, just everything really I'm sort of really happy with where I'm at sort of the career progression I've had here um, and kind of everything I've learned from from being with Globe so I think yeah it definitely gets a big thumbs up for me and I suppose like say the eight years is sort of evidence of that because I think recruitment is one of those things that you do learn pretty early on if you enjoy it or not because it's, it's one of those careers that you've not really had a chance to do until you're in the job and you don't really know if you're going to enjoy it or not till you're here. And I know that sounds a bit silly, but it's it's such a separate job from so many other things you might do that, hmm. I, don't, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I think most people like that join us thrive and absolutely love recruitment, but typically as well the same. Sometimes recruitment just isn't for some people and they, and they don't enjoy it, just like any career, I guess. There's, you know, not not every career suits everyone. Absolutely, yeah. So how would you sell the idea of working in healthcare recruitment to a current student or recent graduate who's who's like you at the time, hasn't hadn't considered it before? What what are the real you know, the best things about this job? Yeah, um it's a good question actually. Um one of the things that I've always loved, I've always worked really hard and I've always thrown myself into something like with hundred and ten percent. Um and I think recruitment one of the one of the good things is it is rewarding in that sense that you do get out what you put in and um, obviously we do have to work really hard and you know some of us stay longer hours or you know are on our phones outside of work hours and that's a personal choice that's not sort of a contractual choice um, but you do find those that do go the extra mile and put in the extra work do get more rewarded for it and I think it's it is really nice that aspect because I think we've all been there perhaps where you know even before Globe Locals when I just sort of had um, a retail job sort of throughout uni sort of working in a shop and I used to always think, I work so much harder than so many other people here. And also you both get paid the same amount of money and you both get treated exactly the same. Um, and, it, and it's not all about the money. Also, there's other sort of rewards generally from, from doing well in your job. But it is, you are really recognised here for sort of the work you put in. Um, and I think that is one of the, the standout things in terms of career and recruitment um, compared to some of the other jobs, jobs out there. Um, and that was one of the main things for me. Um, also, I suppose for Globe specifically, like we're, we're central London based, which won't suit everyone. Um, but I knew I really wanted to work in the city, sort of in the hub of everything. So maybe not so much at the moment because of COVID, but um, pre-COVID, it's just a really sort of social, bubbly atmosphere. Um, yeah, it's just a really cool place to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. And if if we turn then from what might attract graduates to Globe and look at the other side, what you're looking for from new recruits so what would you say are the key skills and characteristics of someone who's going to thrive in this environment yeah I don't want to sound too cliche here you know all the classics also you know someone that's hard working and high <laughs> yeah. integrity I mean obviously we're, we're a healthcare agency so you know we we are placing people in to help serve the NHS serve patients and provide the best patient care 
So integrity to us is so essential because we're not just about finding someone, you know, bums on seats, just getting them out working. We want to make sure we are placing the best candidate in the best job. Um, and so high integrity and high morals for us is so crucial. And, um, you know, we're not an agency where it doesn't matter who they get at the end of the day. It's it's so important to make sure we, we match correctly. Um, and, and we do that because we want to if that sort of makes sense. But there, there are the core values, you know, you do have to be hardworking and, and you, there is resilience. And I think that's something um, that maybe a lot of graduates don't realise. Recruitment is tough. Um, it's, I love him just think we just find people work and, and that sounds relatively easy, but there is a lot of rejection. There is a lot of knockbacks because, you know, you're working so hard sometimes to work for the client or to work for the candidate. Um, and it doesn't always work out. You know, you can't always get them exactly what they want and, it, you do have to be resilient to that because I think it's one of those jobs that sounds easy on paper, but actually when you're when you're in the office, and like I say with healthcare, there's at the end of the day we're accountable because if we can't find um, candidates for these jobs, that there's patients waiting, and um, so you, that it is high pressure in that sense. I'm, I'm probably making it sound a bit doom and gloom, but but from that it kind of gets the excitement. But I think. People sometimes come into recruitment thinking it's it's easy, and um, and I do think we need to have sort of the realistic graduate that wants to work hard, wants to do well, um, is driven and resilient. Also, like we we're, we're really focused on like again, this sounds cliche, but we are a bit of a family. And um, our two directors, James and Gavin, and um, Gavin's actually clinician himself, kind of which is where our core values have kind of been embedded down in us. But we really do want to hire people um, that get us and get our dynamic and get our values and I think you know we don't just hire someone because we think they're going to be excellent at the actual job we also want to hire someone because we think they will mold well into us as a company and um, so just really friendly personal people that that want to do well there's not sort of a core skill set in terms of you know we'd expect you to have this degree or this level of qualification we are always looking for someone obviously we're healthcare based as well so we are always looking for someone that has got the passion for healthcare and for the NHS and yeah. um, but like I say they don't need to have a sort of specific healthcare background and um, it's just more about the passion from the person really and and how then do you assess candidates so what's what's your application process if a graduate is interested in this and, and want to apply what's the process how do you assess them yeah, it's relatively straightforward, especially if any graduates have sort of gone through some other sort of graduate scheme process, they can be quite labour intensive. Um, yeah. Ours is relatively simple. Um, obviously, submit your CVs. We run sort of all the major jobs boards, or, or you can submit, submit to us directly. Um, and we review the CV, obviously, just, just looking for your sort of key skills and how, you, and how you present yourself on your CV. Again, there's nothing, it sounds like there's nothing in particular we're looking for on your CV, and there's no like, pass or fail in terms of you know your experience and from that we will then send you over sort of four or five questions just to gauge your sort of understanding and also I suppose your commitment you know a lot of people do just send out hundreds of CVs and they they don't actually take any acknowledgement of what job they're applying for so we send sort of initially four four or five questions just to make sure they understand the job they've applied for and and sort of why they've applied for it Um, and if those come back you know satisfactory then then we would schedule a phone call and the phone calls mainly to be honest a lot of our time a lot of our job is is being on the phone you do have to be very personal we do have a lot of face again pre-covid a lot of face-to-face meetings a lot of telephone conversations there's a lot of sort of um person-to-person interaction and so 
Um, we do like to call the um, prospective candidates just to make sure they are comfortable speaking on the phone um, and they're able to have a conversation with us quite freely. And then from that, um, any shortlist applications will then actually be invited in for the face-to-face interview um, in our office in London. Um, and that's when they'd meet with myself and they'd have joint interview with the directors and also some of our um, divisional leads as well. Just so they can also for the candidates so they can kind of get a feel about who we are and it's not just all about how good the candidate is. Do you know what I mean? We we are quite um 50-50 on the front. We want to make sure the prospective candidate feels like they're making the right decision as well. So we are very inclusive in terms of our internal interview and sort of who they speak to when they're here. Fantastic. And so more of a traditional recruitment process in terms of CV, phone call, interview, as opposed to all the assessment centres and psychometric yes, tests yeah. that a lot of and other places do. Exactly. No role playing, no group, big Q&A discussion things. And don't get me wrong, some people absolutely love that and thrive off that. Um, I wasn't one of those people. So um, yeah, just, just very traditional. And so for those who are successful and join you um, at Globe, tell us about what those first few weeks and months might be like. What are they going to be doing day to day? What's the sort of wider culture of the business? What was it going to be like working for this business? Yeah, so when you first start, you're buddied up, so you'll be given sort of a mentor. Um, obviously, you'll be put onto a desk. Obviously, I said we, we cover all HPHS divisions. So the way we split it up isn't by sort of um, geographical locations in the UK, but it's actually just by division. So you might be placed on the physio desk or the radiography desk and any sort of AHP um, division. From that, you'll then be buddied up. So you'll have a mentor designated to you um, that that's there at any time should you feel you need any additional support, but also just to kind of walk you through all our processes and training. Um, the first few weeks might feel quite monotonous because obviously there's a lot of training to be done in just in terms of and the software we use, how we use our equipment, and GDPR, compliance. Um, so yeah, the first few weeks, you don't really get actively involved in the recruitment side of things because there is sort of a lot of the policies, process, induction training that happens, and that's sort of done with your mentor and also our HR and compliance team. Um, but sort of once that's all completed, it's, it's sort of... Um, it's kind of like a sink or swim moment. It sounds really you're not you're sort of thrown into the deep end, but thrown in with a buoyancy aid because obviously with recruitment you kind of you just have to kind of get stuck in. Um, so you know your mentor will be with you, but you you know the sooner you kind of get on the phone speaking to candidates or speaking to clients, the more the more comfortable you're going to be feeling sooner rather than later. If that makes sense. Yeah, you've got um, to take that plunge at some point, haven't you? And get started. Yeah, exactly. So we, we do try to do that early on because I think otherwise, especially for some people, you know, although they might be fine on the phone, that is still quite nerve-wracking when you're brand new. And um, so we try to engage in that as soon as possible just so yeah, like the band-aids come off. Because I think once you've once you've made your first call, you realise actually that, you know, it's it's fine and the and the, and the nerves go away. So we try to get the candidates and and the, the graduates sort of doing that as soon as possible. Um, but I would say the, the first year is probably always the hardest action and I'll be very honest I suppose for the graduates because um, in recruitment you kind of build up your own reputation and you know the candidates that work for you end up referring their friends and kind of you you become known in the market whereas obviously when you first start as a graduate um, nobody knows you which sounds really sad but like none of the clients will know you yet they'll know us and they'll know the brand so you're never sort of cold calling obviously it's always warm calling because people know us but um mm. you can't it kind of takes a while for people to 
to start coming to you personally but then it's that's in itself really rewarding I mean when I started as a graduate um, and you know phone calls would be coming in for my colleagues and phone and emails would be coming in for my colleagues and not much would come in for me but I remember the first time like a major NHS trust called in um, and when they asked to speak to me and they, it was like really gratifying I know it sounds really silly but you start thinking oh you know I'm, I, I'm making progress here and I'm, I'm starting to be remembered and recognized um, so I do always like to say that because I think yeah when you first start it is it is the hardest part because you've got to start building up that pool. But um, it, it happens, you know, we're, we're a really established um, framework healthcare provider. Um, so it's not hard to make those relationships. Um, it's like I said before, you've just got to be prepared to sort of put the, the effort in in the initial stages. Just thinking about the last sort of year and a half in particular, obviously it's been a big, you know, <laughs> eventful year for anyone working in any yeah. aspect of healthcare. <laughs> How has that impacted on the recruitment side? Healthcare recruitment is obviously a bit different from, you know, frontline healthcare work. But how have you and your the, the business been impacted over recent months? Yeah, um, to be honest, it has been crazy. Um, the team have been working flat out because obviously when, um, when lockdown first happened, um, like I said, all the non-urgent um, sort of lists got cancelled and postponed um, and there was, you know, a, a little bit of uncertainty, we're like, oh, what's going to happen here? Um, and then obviously it's all just gone absolutely crazy for us because there's such a huge backlog now of all these patients that weren't able to be seen in the initial lockdown. Mm. Um, and so in terms of staffing, we've never we've never been busier. We've never had so many vacancies um, to fill, which is, is great from the business side um, in terms of, you, you know, there's, there's a lot of work out there for our for our candidates and we're able to make sure we you know we find all the the workers that come to us a position that they want and I suppose on the on the flip side obviously it is it is really challenging and it's and you know it's I don't know I don't even know what the word is but it's it's sad to see how many vacancies are it's kind of like a, a counterpart obviously it's it is really good as a business for us but it is it is crazy when you see sort of that that sort of directly resulted from the pandemic now sort of how many vacancies there are so um, yeah, it's been it's been really challenging, but we're really proud to sort of be part of the effort from our side to be able to get as many workers out um, in employment as possible and sort of support as best we can. Um, so yeah, it is it's something that we're we're proud to be helping with, and um, it has just been <laughs> incredibly challenging. Yeah, not surprising, and probably an area that you know when people think about healthcare, probably the recruitment side isn't one that you know comes to mind immediately when you're thinking about that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's it's hard because there's so many. You want to help everyone, um, and there's you know there are so many hospitals looking for work, and that there isn't you know there's lots of candidates but there's still not as many candidates as there are for the job so mm. it has it's been challenging from that respect because you do like I said like our values like we do really want to help and it's not for us it's not just about filling jobs it is about the bigger picture and um, so yeah everyone has been working incredibly hard over the last sort of 18 months yeah and, ju- and just finally then um just about the sort of longer term opportunities for someone joining globe you yourself yeah. said, said you've been there eight years how has your own role evolved and and along with that how can new graduates expect if they want to stay for the longer term what what opportunities are there for longer term career progression yeah and um, there's lots <laughs> um so i like i said started out as a great um trainee graduate recruiter um then sort of obviously past my probation was fully fledged recruiter became a senior um recruiter and 
I found for myself I really enjoyed the client side of things um, I, over everything else I absolutely love the client side of things and uh, going into the hospitals and, and seeing how we can better support um, the NHS class and the private healthcare providers um, and so I've actually developed now into a contract um, management role and um, so I actually don't actively recruit at all anymore um, I sort of help with all our the, the legal contracts and um, supply, especially sort of say business development, um, and also sort of on some level sort of operational management of the AHP floor. So, I mean, yeah, I've kind of gone through the ranks to a completely different role, um, and they are the sort of opportunities that are available to the graduates come on at Globe Locums. I mean, some people, it's, it's just what you want, some people obviously don't have that drive to develop their career to a different level or to have a different job title. You know, we've got senior recruiters that have been senior recruiters that other companies have come here and, and they just absolutely love just working in recruitment and, and in that job role. But there are so many different aspects of recruitment that you don't realise. Like, like myself doing contract management where you can step away from the recruitment side and go into a different um, career path. Brilliant. Well, that's been a, a fantastic overview. Um, Isabel, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you so much. Many thanks once again to Isabel, and I hope that has been useful or sparked an interest in this career path for some of you. All that's left for me to say is do head over to prospects.ac.uk to search and apply for graduate jobs and to find lots of careers advice, including on getting into the recruitment industry. And don't forget to follow Future You on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or whichever is your preferred podcast app so that you don't miss the next episode. Finally, you can get in touch with comments, feedback or suggestions by emailing podcast at prospects.ac.uk. Thanks very much for listening and I'll see you soon.